but I just have noticed that I've like taken on a lot of the role of like the chaos <laughs> so I don't know it's, it's a really interesting learning lesson for me where I'm like realizing that I really do identify with my surroundings and maybe it wasn't the best idea to move in here so soon when um when it's not done and really like and and having grace for that and not being so hard on myself Welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Marley Rose Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial, personal growth, and self-development with a little side of spiritual woo-woo. I have successfully turned my side hustle into a multiple six-figure business while traveling the world and living a life I've only dreamed of. I hope by listening to this show inspires you to do the same and start manifesting everything on your vision board. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my beautiful angels, and welcome back to another episode of the Money Mindset Manifestation Podcast. I'm so excited to be recording this week, and this week is about me spilling the motherfucking tea. <laughs> I posted a photo last week on Instagram. I was like, should I update you guys on what the fuck has been happening? And if so, would you like it to be on a podcast or IGTV? Like, how do you want this? And everyone said podcast, and I know those are my podcast listeners voting over there, and I love you guys so much. So here we are, and this actually might be the last episode of 2021, which is so insane, but I will explain more about that in a sec, Um, and I'm just going to hop into it. I feel like a lot of things have been happening in my life, and I'm literally so open with you guys. I want to tell you everything. Like, you'll be the first to know when I have my first child, you know, what its name will be, wherever I'm moving. Like, literally anything that's on the top of my mind, I feel like I'm like, oh, need to share this on the first on the podcast. Like, I don't care who hears this. The podcast needs to hear it first because you guys are my besties. <laughs> and I just was like, there's just been so much happening that I just decide not to share any of it do you know what I mean do you ever get in those moods where it's like okay this is insane this is insane this is insane and it just got to be like okay this is too much and I don't know how to share all this so I'm just not gonna share any of it but it's gone to a point where I feel like I'm not being honest without telling you guys and I know that's gonna sound sound so dramatic because I'm dramatic but I really just want to just like give you a peep because I feel like I share so much of my life on Instagram that you would assume that I'm sharing everything and then it's just so ironic that it's like so much I don't (laughs) and so I'm like you know what let's just share it with you guys and sometimes I really like listening to podcast episodes where I'm not learning I'm not like I'm not it's not like something I'm consuming to push the needle forward it's simply just for entertainment And this is going to be one of those episodes, you're definitely not going to learn anything here today that's going to be riveting. It's definitely not going to be an aha moment. I mean, I don't think anyways, I hope it does happen, but I'm not going to promise it, okay? This is just going to be me and you chit-chatting, like we're sitting down, you know, on my rooftop right now, having a coffee and just like updating you on my life because... I mean, there's been some highs and some very low lows that I haven't shared And I'm feeling really good, so I'm really not going to get emotional. I told myself that I wasn't going to, so I'm not going to. Um, But I just want to, I don't know, I just want to share with you guys. It just feels right, so I'm going to. So I made a list on my iPhone. It's literally called All the Fucked Up Shit That's Happened. And (laughs) I'm literally just going to go down the list and share with you guys. A little story time. Okay, so crazy story number one. 
So, and you know what? These probably aren't even that crazy, but to me, they were. Um, so, remember that one month when I broke my eye, I broke my laptop, like everything was like going wrong? So, so much more went wrong that month. And this was the month of October, and I'm starting to get into astrology, and this is like the month of Scorpio. And I didn't know this, but like, it's basically like another Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Not actually, but I just feel like you get tested. You get really, really, really tested. And um, so one of the things that was happening is actually my iPhone got stolen in the most craziest way. So Max and I were out and we were driving home and I was ordering food. <laughs> I was on the back of his scooter and I was ordering food. It was like 3 a.m. And Max is like, oh, like, make sure your phone is behind me so no one steals it. And I was kind of like, okay, yeah, 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 good point. Um, but I'm so naive to this stuff. Like, someone stealing my iPhone, like, out of my hands would be so gnarly. So I definitely, like, hit it behind him, but I definitely could have been more secure about it. And literally someone drove up next to me and just, like, pulled the iPhone out of my hand and just drove away. <laughs> and I was like, whoa okay and it actually like really scared me because i thought it was a joke i literally thought someone was like playing a prank on me like haha i got you and then i was like gonna give it back but then nope it was gone and i know a lot of you are gonna be like well why didn't you chase after them they literally like were professionals in the sense that they like sped up so fast and then like weave through traffic like insanely and you know it was just not worth it to us to like risk our lives to chase after this iphone and so yeah, got my iPhone stolen literally right out of my hands on the back of a scooter. It was so insane. But I mean, the way I think about it is it's like, okay, for them to steal an iPhone, it's probably worth like $1,500, right? That's literally like the monthly wage in Indonesia is $300 a month. So that's almost a year's salary for them. I know that math doesn't equal each other, but just come with, <laughs> just, just go with it. And so I'm just thinking in my mind, I was like, okay, I know it's shitty, but it's like, I hope that that like paid for like a family of food. Like this is how I'm trying to think about it, right? Like that it really supported someone who was in need. So yeah, that happened. And I just thought it was so crazy. I was just like, wow, I couldn't like, I don't know. So anyways, now I'm obviously much more cautious and I'm not the first one who's gotten something stolen here, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like for being back, like, if I was listening to this story and I was in Canada, I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> like, stolen out. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. <clears throat> okay, so the second thing I haven't shared, like, really anywhere at all, and I've really been so emotional about talking about this, and I don't know, I just feel like I want to say it because I, a lot of people are asking me questions, and I just want to clear the air. So, in this same month of November, no, October, um literally for those of you who know i did like i i my my cornea eroded i'm calling it that i broke my eye but like i literally fully lost sight in one of my eyes but now i'm okay and i was basically off like off for mm, like it was really only a week but it was yeah it felt like a year <laughs> and um I was in Changu when this happened and so I was staying with Max but I was living in Ubud at the time so me and Indy were living in Ubud and so Indy was at um the dog sitter and so we came to pick her up and we went to our favorite restaurant and this is, we've done this a million times before. Indy's on her leash. Indy is really good. So we just let her go off her leash. And also like 
dogs in Bali, it's not the same as anywhere else in the world. Like, dogs here are just, like, they run their own world. They're super, like, they're they're street dogs, usually. Like, Indy was a street dog, so she's just a different type of dog. She's really, she knows the road. She knows scooters. Like, she's grown up her whole life not, like, trying to avoid getting hit by scooters. Anyways, and, um... So we were walking into our favorite restaurant and Indy was so excited to see us. She does this crazy thing when she is excited to see us and she like jump everywhere and like just like it's really cute. And we were on, I guess, this road and people like, I don't know, people speed really quick down there. But I, I just wasn't thinking. And so um, so when we let Indy off the, like she was just, how do I say this? Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking I'm really emotional so I'm having trouble saying this. But like. Indy got off the scooter, Indy was, like, jumping around us, really excited to see us, and, like, in a split second, a scooter literally hit her, and, and it was so bad, so they hit Indy, and then Indy went running, Indy cried, and then, like, went running away, and then the woman who was on the scooter that hit Indy, um, also, like, flew across the road, and so, I froze, I I was screaming, but then I froze, and I was, like, oh my, I was totally in shock, and so Max ran to the girl and he's like, you get Indy. And I was like, okay. And so like, but Indy was gone. I was like, oh my gosh. So I was looking for Indy and then Max was taking care of this girl. And like, we were outside of a restaurant. So like everyone came out, it was a whole kerfuffle. And, um, and, but we couldn't find Indy. Like she just ran and we have no idea where she went. And so I was just like, oh, she'll come back. Like, but then we were looking for three hours and we could not find her. And then we were exhausted. It was really late at night at this point. So I was like, okay, we'll just go to bed and then we'll come back tomorrow and we'll like put up posters and stuff. Like obviously I was super emotional, but I was just like, we just like, we're just like, I think a bit in shock. Um, And then, so the next day we came back, we put up posters and like the locals around this restaurant have been the nicest people ever. Like one lady named Nina, she literally came with us for an hour, went all around Ubud, putting out posters, and since she can speak, like, fluent Indonesian, was, like, talking to everyone, um, and was, like, telling them about Indy, and, and obviously we had a reward for her, like, to find her, right, because we want to encourage people to, like, actually, like, look, and, you know, because if you have an army of a hundred, it's better than just Max and I looking, so, so, yeah, and, and, we went for like every day for a week, like looking in this area for her and we just can't find her. And so it's been over, I mean, this happened at the end, maybe like two months ago, which is so insane to me. But yeah, Indy's, we don't have Indy anymore. Like Indy ran away and we, we, we don't have her anymore, which is, I like, yeah, it's, I'm just going to move on because I'm going to get really emotional, but a lot of people keep asking me, where's Indy? Like, why isn't Indy with you? And yeah, I, I was really hopeful for a really long time. Like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, of course we're going to find her. Like, of course she's going to come back. You know, it, I didn't even think that she wouldn't. Um, but still, we haven't found her. And like, I still hope we find her. Like, I really think she's okay. Like, the impact, I know, wasn't enough to take her life. It It definitely probably did injure her but um yeah it's just I think as like a dog mom you just feel so much guilt for something like this and it's just yeah I it's really sent me in a really dark place but I'm really trying to like remain positive that we're gonna find her and that I know probably probably oh yeah it's been two months like you're not gonna find her but 
I don't know. I just gonna remain hopeful and remain positive that we will and that she'll find her way back to us. When, and obviously we still have all the posters up in Ubud and and I still will get messages sometimes from people, but it, it will be a dog that looks like Indy, but not Indy. Um, so yeah, that's everything about Indy. And actually, you know what? Some of you who might not even know this, but we adopted a dog named Indy. <laughs> Probably should have started with that. Um, but if you follow me on Instagram, you definitely know who Indy is, and, and you know the whole story of how we even adopted her, which was also so crazy. Um, so yeah, that is something that also happened in October, and it was like right after my eye, and I was like, okay, the universe is really testing me right now, and I'm like, I just don't even want to share this, because I just don't even, I was so in denial of it, and I still kind of am, but yeah, so that's something else that's happened. Um, okay, let me go to a high now. Okay, so I moved into my villa, which is very exciting. Very, very exciting. It actually feels so surreal to be in my villa, to be living here, to be like, yeah, sleeping here. It's so crazy. But the thing is, is like, I don't know if anyone listening is into human design, but I'm an open identity center. So I really identify with my surroundings and I never knew this like before human design I never really understood why I would felt so emotionally connected to my surroundings and if you're um if you're not don't know much about human design or anything but you can look into like if you're like looking up a your human design chart and checking if your identity center is open and if it is this means that you really like emotionally connect with your surroundings so if your surroundings are like really bougie like you feel bougie but for example, my partner Max, like he has a closed identity center. And so he doesn't care. He could literally stay no matter where, like doesn't matter, like nothing really affects him or his emotions. Whereas like for me, my surroundings like really do. Um anyway, so obviously the villa isn't done. Like I'm looking right now at my couch. It's still wrapped in plastic. There's still like, I would say it's like it is 80% done. But the like 20% of stuff is what really makes it like a home. So for her example, like there's no artwork, there's no plants, um, there's no like things that really make it homely. Like there's no rug. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. And I feel like as I'm saying this, I sound so like like seriously first world problems. But I just have noticed that I've like taken on a lot of the role of like the chaos. <laughs> So I don't know, it's, it's a really interesting learning lesson for me where I'm like realizing that I really do identify with my surroundings and maybe it wasn't the best idea to move in here so soon when um, when it's not done and really like, and, and having grace for that and not being so hard on myself. So yeah, I have moved into the villa. I'm really fucking pumped. Um, a lot of people are asking if you'll be able to rent it. Yes, absolutely. Um, the goal is for me, the, the dream has always been is to live here like four months of the year or six and then like travel for the other six um, and rent it out. So that's kind of the goal. Obviously, <laughs> with the current climate, that's not a thing right now, but it's not done. So I couldn't rent it out anyways. But we had my first like full moon circle here. My friend hosted it. It was so much fun. So it's getting there. It's like it's almost there, but there's a lot of, like, main things. Like, for example, we're glassing in the first floor. There's, like, you know those plants, if you follow it, on the left? There's, they look so sick, but it's not very practical. Like, when it's raining, if there's, like, water coming in, it's like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> we're glassing that in, and then we can't, until we glass that in, I can't take off all the stuff on, the, like, the plastic on the couches. Like, I don't know. It's just a bit of a slow process right now, but that's okay. 
I'm learning a lot and I'm experiencing a lot and I do really love the process. Like I, I loved the process of building this villa and renovating this villa. I didn't build it. We just renovated it and I love the whole experience. So I definitely know I'm going to be doing this again. Um, it's just learning lessons and maybe to not move in so early, which Max keeps telling me not to do, but I never listened to him anyway. So who cares? <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, I, that's a high. Um, and then, so, okay, so this is kind of, so another update is that we were actually supposed to come back to Canada. So for those of you who don't know, I'm Canadian. I left in 2018 and I haven't been home since like this. And this is also my fourth Christmas, not in, wait, my fourth Christmas? Wait, one, two, three. Yeah, my, oh my God, my fourth Christmas, not at home because for, I was, I've always been in Australia for Christmas, just somehow, <laughs> and then this year's my first Bali Christmas, but you guys, it's Tuesday, Christmas Eve, and I was, I was on Friday, it, like, it's so weird, but since growing up in, like, a snowy Christmas, if it's not snowy, it does not feel like Christmas, like, it does not, it's the weirdest thing, the fact that this Friday is Christmas is, like, that sounds like I'm lying right now, anyways, I just keep watching the holiday, hoping that it'll sink in, but it really still hasn't sunk in, um, and, so why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? Oh yeah, so <laughs> we were planning on coming back to Canada because I really, you know, obviously miss my family. I miss my dog. And I really just wanted to come back. It's so crazy, you guys. Like Max and I, my family has never met. Like I've never met Max's family. He's never met my family. And we've been dating for almost two years now. Um, it's just so weird. Like COVID relationships are just not normal. And um, anyway, so we were planning on going back, but then... It just didn't work out because the villa wasn't going to be done. We didn't have our, we got um Kitas, which means it's like kind of like a, two, it's a two-year visa in Bali. But so it's kind of like, I would say it's kind of like a residence visa, but not really. And so we didn't have that yet and we wouldn't be able to leave without getting it. And there's just too many things going on. And I have to be honest, I was like, um, I have no idea. You know, you know what? I've been going to hot and cold therapy. Like we have this spa here and it's like, there's a sauna, there's a steam room, there's a hot tub, and then there's cold plunges. And I went into the cold plunge and it was only 12 degrees and I was like freezing. And I was like, there's no way I can go back to Canada. Like it's like negative 30 degrees, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and then, I mean, that wasn't the only reason, but just like a lot of things. And then obviously now with this variant and bloody blah, it's like, okay, I'm happy we made the decision we made, but it was also this thing of like this, in this past month of like, holy fuck, are we going to go back to Canada? Are we not? It was, are we going to Germany? Like we're supposed to go to Germany? Oh my God, just so much is going on. So I don't even, I think I did even talk about this. Like we're coming back and then now we're not. So that was a big, that was kind of a big deal. And then something I've decided to do this year, and I'm so excited to tell you about this, which is I've decided to have a think week. And I learned about this through the Skinny Confidential, through Lauren Everett's, but she um, learned about this through Bill Gates. And Think Week is where you really take like a week off, turn off your phone, no work, like literally no anything, and just have a week to like reflect on the year, reflect on what worked, read a book, meditate, like, and just kind of plan out your year, plan out your goals, but really give yourself that give yourself that space and time to really like have the space and time to think do you know what I mean because I don't know about you guys but I feel like the end of this year I've just been like and I felt this last year as well where it's like 
to get to the end is like finishing a marathon. It's like tying up so many loose ends. Like, and something I haven't mentioned is that as you guys maybe know, it depends how long of a listener you've been, is I used to own a business called Rose Designs. And this is my website and design business. And actually a lot of you listeners have potentially been clients of mine there. And I had that business, we closed that business down. Um, I always say we, but I closed that business down in June of this year because my passions changed. I, I wasn't in love with doing website design anymore. And what I was really loving doing was like the podcast and business coaching and manifestation. And so it, this is a whole other freaking podcast and and I do have podcasts on it, but I, I decided to let that business go. But we've had bits, we still have clients in that business. Like we still have 20 websites to finish. And um, one of my beautiful um, website designers, one, my, my website designer in Rose Designs, she's actually one of my clients, Danny. Hey, I don't know if you're listening, but I love you. And bless her heart. So because we've been working together, her business has taken off. And so, um, she like doesn't have space for rose design clients anymore, which is totally fine. And I'm so happy for her because I mean, this is the goal. We want her business to take off. So she doesn't have time for like side business, like working part-time for me. And, um, and so anyway, so I've decided, oh, sorry. (laughs) I've decided to take over that role. Cause I was like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll just take that over. Um, and again, I really need to learn from my mistakes because, it's like, yes, just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. And so I think taking over those 20 clients has, not all 20 of them, but um, I think 15 of them has, yeah, definitely put me into a bit of a depression. And it's nothing to do with the clients. I love the clients. And I actually really love, I actually don't mind doing the work. I just think I've bitten off more than I can chew, like in terms of being overwhelmed with having too much. And I think it really hit me. <laughs> When I was talking to um, some girls and they're like, they were, they're helping me with my social at the paper social. And they, I, I don't know why I said some girls. I just, I was like, who was I talking to? I was like, oh yeah, the paper social who's helping me with my social. They're, um, they're like, Marley, how are you doing all this? And I think it kind of finally clicked. Cause you know, when you're just like doing so much and you don't really admit it and you're in denial and then you, someone like calls you out on it. You're like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? So I've been also feeling a little unwell on the mental department. Um, And it's not just that, actually. It's also Christmas is a really hard time for me. I realized this time of the year, since my dad's passed away, I feel extremely depressed and extremely anxious. Like there was a point two weeks ago, I couldn't even get out of bed. And that's actually never happened to me before. Like, I think I'm a highly functioning, anxious person. I don't know. I'm a functioning like person with anxiety whereas and it never usually affects me that much but it was yeah I couldn't get out of bed it was so wild so anyways I've been doing all my things you know working a lot with Margot and just trying to take it slow but um I just want to let you know like if anyone out there is listening who doesn't feel extremely happy over Christmas like that's also okay like yeah Christmas is obviously a time of happiness and joy and that's what it's portrayed in like the media, but if this is a time where it also makes you feel kind of sad, like, that's also okay, like, I'm, I've just realized that it's okay, and that that's just my journey right now, and of course, it's not always going to be like this for me, because I'm healing and growing, but this is the season that I'm in, and, and if that's how I feel, then I'm just going to honor that, and not push myself to feel, to not feel my feelings, because you need to feel to heal, 
So I just want to put that out there and just have that as like a PSA. And of course, not not as like a cry for help, but I'm just saying like, because I, most of the people that I talk to, I don't think can really relate to what I'm going through, which is fine. But I know a lot of people listening can. So I just want to put that out there. I love you guys so much. Um, and if you're not feeling 100% over Christmas time, that's okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay. So back to think week, (laughs) a little bit of a change in there. Um, so I've decided that I'm going to take the first week off of January. And for this week, I'm literally, I've booked myself into this Ayurvedic, like retreat in Bali, which I'm so excited about. It's a detox. You turn your phone off. You like get into linens like it's like so chill and I'm gonna turn my phone off and I'm really just gonna have a week of just like peace quiet and thinking and like reflecting on what I did right in 2021 and what I did wrong and where I want to spend most of my time in 2022 because I think it's easy just to like finish the year and be like okay right on to the next one woohoo next like whereas like and I always do that but this year I want to really sit down and reflect and look at my calendar and be like okay where did most of my time go? How can I be more productive? What do I need to get let go of that isn't a hell yes? And say and say yes to more of like, what brings me joy? What brings me happiness? And like really just leaning into that. My word for 2022 is like joy and following my joy, following what makes me feel good because I know that that's what will make me feel the best. Like, And I've learned that so many times over this year where I'm not following like what I should do. I'm following what I want to do and what will bring me more joy. And then always, 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 always brings the best result. So I want to encourage you. And even if you can't take a full week, like even if you can take a day, like even just like lock yourself in the room for the day, (laughs) turn off your phone, turn off everything, zero distractions, and just have space for you and like honoring everything that you've been through in this past year and like how far you've come and how far you've grown and what you've accomplished. It's just like, and just being proud of yourself for it and and honoring yourself for it. Because I think it's easy just to go to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. But I think at the end of the year, it's such a beautiful time to reflect and refine and it will help you position you for a better year. Because I think, you know, I heard someone say this once, he's like, they're like, my goal for 2022, my New Year's resolution is just make it a better year than the year before. I'm like, oh, I love that because it's like, yeah, you know, our only competition is us. You cannot compare yourself to anyone else. The only person you can compare yourself is the person you were yesterday because it's, it's fair. It's equal. You have the same beliefs. You have the same body. You have the same upbringing. <laughs> you can only compare yourself to you yesterday and so I think the same with your year it's like you can't compare your year to anyone else's except for yours and how can you use this year as a way for you to catapult yourself into the next the best next year possible oh my gosh this is like a full like end of year moment podcast I love that for us (laughs) um okay so I'm just gonna look over my notes here uh yeah that's kind of everything I want to say, you guys. I just want to give you a full update on what was going on with me, kind of like an end of the year. I love you guys. And and I just want to say thank you. I'm constantly speechless with the women and men that find this podcast and reach out and send their like gratitude for it. And, and I just want to let you know, like this is truly one of the best things I've ever done because I'm so amazed by the women and men I'm able to connect with from this and and 
and just prov- like just share what's on my heart and and it's such an honor and a joy and a privilege that it actually resonates with you and then it actually helps you and it's just the best thing ever so i just want to say thank you so much i know a lot of you have been listening from the beginning a lot of you found me this year and i'm just so grateful you're here it's it it brings me so much joy and I'm just so humbled by this community. And I just love you guys so much. So thank you so much for sticking with me this year and listening to all the episodes and just letting me know how it's helped you and how it's changed your life and what you've manifested. Oh, it's just my favorite thing ever. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I love you guys more than you even know. And things are about to get fucking spicy in 2022. Like, you guys, we have so many epic things planned. So many amazing guests. Like, things are about to fucking pop off. And I don't think you guys are ready. Are you guys ready? Of course you're ready. You're my team. You're my squad. You're my fam. You're my BFFs. And I know you're ready for this. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys liked it. It's obviously not how I usually share episodes. Usually it's like my top five tips, (laughs) but I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it was just maybe entertaining in a sense or just you got to know me more and what I'm going through. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great day and the great rest of 2022. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Happy new year. And we will chat in the new year. Love you so much. Have a great rest of your day and we'll talk very soon. Love you. Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Before you go, would you love a free money hypnosis? You guys, this is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game-changing if you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life hypnotherapy is the way it actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire so if you want this free money hypnosis all you have to do is leave us a review you know honest review how you're feeling about the show take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis. You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all of their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love. Mwah!